This is the CQ University Australia podcast, where we talk to some of the university's interesting characters. Today we've got Bronte and Elliot Wills from CQ Uni, and um, they're on the grapevine with us today. They're education students and um, have a passion for teaching. Guys, can you tell us um, where you come from and um, what brought you to CQ Uni? Uh, well, Bronte and I um, both were born in Bundaberg um, and then from a very young age we moved back to Barcaldon where our parents worked um, and then from there Barcaldon's what, six, six and a half, seven, seven hours from Rocky, straight east. So yeah, in a little country town and then, oh no, straight, straight west, west, straight I west, think. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's where we're from. Awesome. Yeah. What was school like out there? School. Oh, it's just so tough. Just <laughs> oh, the, the so dr- tough. The drought. No, oh, it's just no. <laughs> lots and lots of fun. We um, grew up in a really small town, as Elliot mentioned, so it was a really small school. So the friends that you made in kindy were the friends you graduated with in year 12. Um, and school was lots of fun. We had goats. We had chickens. We had snakes, crocodiles, <laughs> kangaroos. No. <laughs> um, and we had an opportunity to really engage with sort of that agricultural, horticultural side of our town. Um, and then also like a huge drama department, dance, um, dance programs that were run through the school and throughout the community and just a really sort of family orientated yeah. orientated yeah sense of sense growing of up and no one's no one's higher or lower than anyone else everyone's pretty much on an equal playing field and so. people who think they're higher or lower get knocked down yeah. very quickly yeah. <laughs> is it just the two of you um siblings or are there more no just the two of us as far as we know. Yeah. Um, we could have an aunt. We could have like a brother or sister out there, you know. What did, when we were growing up, um, Elliot used to say that his real dad, um, he, what did you used to say when we were My growing? real dad was from, my resided real, from the continent of Africa. My real dad was from Africa. That's a lot of countries, so. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, who knows? That may, that may, may that may be true. We don't yeah. know. <laughs> but no, I don't know why. That was just, uh, yeah, Africa looked like a cool place, so. Exotic, more animals. Yeah. So you got through high school and you both decided to be teachers. Why did why you did you both choose that profession? Oh, mum told us to. We had to. We no, <laughs> that's a fib. Um, I think our parents were our parents were really open with what ed, what what careers we could choose. So the only guideline was we had to go to university, university and we yeah. had to get a degree couldn't care less what you got it in as long as you got a degree yeah that was what mum said but then she'd say but it would be good if you did this because i think your attribute did this and then dad would be oh elliot or bronte you've got an engineering brain so it was like a it was a fight between because mum's a um mum's a teacher was a senior teacher for what, like 30 plus years so um, we say in our family that mum's two and dad's zero in yeah. the sense that mum's raised two educators and dad's raised zero engineers. So. so I think to go back to your question, Priscilla, I think for me, teaching was always something that I wanted to do. It was the thing that I started off as a little girl, I will be a teacher, I will be a teacher. And then as I got older, I started to explore 
different industries and I really wanted to move into the fashion industry and then I decided for a while I wanted to be a physio and then an occupational therapist and then at the end of the day when it came to ordering all my dreams in my QTAC list I decided that teaching was the way for me because I could combine everything that I wanted to do in one job and use that as an avenue to different things there's um, there's a wonderful lady, her name's Catherine Sabbath. She's a um, cake, uh, she's a baker. And she started off as a maths and science teacher and used her love of, would just bake on the weekend and make these great, like um, the most amazing whimsical cakes you could ever imagine. And then she used teaching, built up her business on the sideline and then eventually crossed over into it. So I think teaching gives you a really great, sort of broad knowledge and it's always something to fall back on as well when your little side hustles don't go the way you want them to but that for me was why I picked teaching and I think you were very similar as well um no I just I remember just sitting down in grade seven and our grade seven teacher said what do you want to be when you grow up? And I just remember going, oh, I'll be a teacher. And that was just, that was pretty much it. It was, mum was a teacher and she, she gave us great lives and I saw how much fun we had at school. So I kind of didn't really want to leave that environment. In a sense, I didn't really want to grow up because you can be a larrikin, you can muck around with the kids in in a good way, in, not in, in that way. so much yeah, so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then also, like Bronte said, that she, oh, with her different occupations, that she thought, oh, different careers that she wanted to go into, OT, she, you're helping people, and in, as a teacher, you're helping students. You're, help, you're helping students. Um, so, and we had a, we have quite a big Indigenous population in Barky, and I saw, a lot, like, a little 15-year-old me would go over to the hostel where they all lived, um, and I was teaching, like, an 18-year-old how to read. And seeing that development and saying like, oh, Elliot, I got this on my math test. And I'm like, oh, well, you didn't get that on your math test like a couple of weeks ago. So it's great to see that improvement. And it's good that it could come to me. So I just thought, you know, it'd be good to try and um, try and fix that area. And the late Bob Bork actually said on conversations with Richard Feiler the other day. What a program. <laughs> what, what, a, a program. What, what a podcast. <laughs> oh, ABC. Uh, no, but he said that he's... Um, his biggest regret was not funding um, educa- uh, education and health for the Indigenous people. So I think, mm. um, yeah, that was his biggest regret as being a Prime Minister. I think for me, I... It yeah, was you've, really, had, you've had no, your say. You've had your say. Really hey, 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 you've had, you've had your say, mate. You've <laughs> had your say. Hey, really hey. So, yeah, that's why. Okay, yeah. I think <laughs> that's why I want to be a teacher. Yep. Really right, surprising when you became... Oh, a te- like I didn't, <laughs> I didn't wow. think that that's the field that you were going yeah, no, to I mean, go into. Definitely me neither. No, not like from all those years from no, grade seven I to grade thought, twelve. I didn't think I was going to be a teacher. I don't know. I just always thought you, you were going to be going... a professional rugby player. Yeah, rugby league player. Yeah, it's going. Mm, no, yeah. this leads me into another <laughs> <laughs> question. Let's just get off just this. Cut that. Yeah. Next question. You've had your say, Rod. Yep. Any sibling rivalry? No, not at all. <laughs> no, not at all. Not competitive whatsoever. Um. <laughs> Really, sort of um, just down to earth. We both are. yeah, no. very humble. No, lies, um, absolute lies. Very appreciative of what we do for each other. There's yeah. there's no competition at all. No one's better than the other person. Just remember, it's a podcast, front. They can't see the sarcastic look on your face. <laughs> <laughs> They've got to listen to the tone of your voice. 
Um, pretty much, yeah. Heaps of sibling rivalry. As a kid, I got the medals in the pool, on the track, and anything. I on was, the rugby field, on uh, the netball court. Yeah, everything in Port Brunt, you know. At, the da- at dancing, you uh, got the medals. And even at home, we used to have like little MasterChef cook-offs. And Bronte's like a great cook. Or high economic teacher, you know, three generations, and I always you used to win. You just used to make I... strawberries, <laughs> cut out the centre, and put melted chocolate in the middle. And I would make these beautiful caramel dumplings that were from this really hard recipe book. And every time I'd... you would win, yeah, because you look at the clients and what they want. They don't want. They just want... oh, okay, Mister Businessman. They want the sugar. They want the honey. Oh. They don't want the ice or the <laughs> tea. <laughs> Awesome. So obviously you're doing different areas of education. So Bronte, you're doing home ec, is that right? Yes. So I'm, um, I, my two fields are home economics and history, but I'm more lean towards the home economic side of, um, side of things. Yeah. So that's where your cooking skills will come into that's play. That's where my cooking skills will, fingers crossed, come into play. Um, and I'm really into my fashion, sewing, Vogue, all that sort of stuff as well. So that's where that I combined two things that I really love and smushed them into one degree. Nelliot? Oh, my two faculties are HP and biology. Um, I don't really mind where I go, but I definitely want to push more into the HP side of things because um, I don't really want to stand in a lab all day and look at invertebrates and oh, stuff like that. And Miss look Horn at would be so disappointed. <laughs> old Miss Horn. And look at the mitochondria and DNA. That, even though that stuff's cool. But there's only like one specific part of biology, which is genetics, genomes, and evolution. Um, but and I, I think our love for our different subjects stems from the teachers that we had as well. Yeah, yeah, true God. Um, so am I? The home economics teachers that I had at school What's were really supportive of um, me and my endeavours. And our PE teacher that we had was this just wonderful man who the funniest man you'll ever meet. Um, we better not tell him about this. He'll be super happy that we've gassed him up yeah. on, on CQU. Um, I think he, um, <clears throat> as a teacher, every kid walks away from grade 12 who has had him in rec, HP or ag, and, and has gone, he's, a, he's one that I'll remember. And we <laughs> always will. So, and I think for Bronton and I, we had another teacher named Miss Whalen. She was also quite a lasting impact on both of us. So I think for both of us, we kind of saw that the lasting impact that those two have had on our lives and our cohort, and then we've kind of gone, right, can we do that for our our future students and can we leave an impact on them? Yeah, I agree with that. Because I want the kids to be like, oh, he's so cool, sir. Yeah, what's up? Good to see you, cuz. <laughs> like, like, on that, on that all, all about yeah. the rep. <laughs> and, oh, you know, Miss Wolf, she cook up a mad feed, though. You know? yeah. So, yeah. I'm glad that's all I'm known for just a mad feed Bronte you're um, that little bit older so you left for uni a year before Elliot tell me what the decision how did you make the decision to come to CQ uni I'm 16 months older than Elliot so I just have just a little bit bit more time on yeah that's about it (laughs) Um, and so for me it was a really big decision I wanted to get out well, not get out, that's the wrong word. I wanted to go out and spread my wings. Um, in the big smoke. In the big smoke or the big city of Brisbane. Um, and that's where I decided that I wanted to go. And then it well, we came had family. out. We had family down there. And at the time, our nan was still alive down the Gold Coast. So Yeah. And um, then, um, 
QUT released a statement that they were no longer offering home economics as a subject through the university and that CPU were picking it up and that was just like a whole, well, I'm not, I don't want to go to Rockhampton. That's only six hours from home and that's not far enough away from me. I don't want to go to the city. And then that was a real internal um, decision that I had to make of where I do I pursue uh, something that I really want to do or do I choose a lifestyle and at the end of the day it was a decision about my career and then have the lifestyle afterwards but in the grand scheme of things I'm so glad I'm at CQU I really struggled with moving away from home and I'm not not afraid or embarrassed to admit that um, it took me six months a good six months to really settle in and the last thing I said to my mum before she drove away was, Mummy, I don't know how to make friends. Because the friends I had in throughout high school were the friends that I'd made at three years old at kindy. So this was the first time I actually had to go and put myself out there and be an individual mm. rather than just, oh, that's Bronte, she's down the corner, or I've known her since mm. I was a kid, or she's a family friend. So that, for me, was a really hard time emotionally and I still had just turned 18 and I just I didn't know what was going to become of me and so much so that I used to call my mum saying I think I need to I think I need to drop out because I just can't handle how the stress and the anxiety that I'm feeling about being here and not being away and because mum and dad only live seven hours away they used to come back and forth and they wouldn't have been able to do that if I lived in Brisbane. So reflecting yeah. on it, Rockhampton was a, was a very good choice. good choice. I was just the, like the polar opposite. I was living life. I was that anxiety. Nah, psh, see up. I was no, nah, I was totally opposite the brunt. But yeah, no, it's good. I kind of just followed her footsteps because she paved the way. Like she's done the majority of our lives. She unfortunately has to take the step into the unknown, and I just head along behind her and go oh this is great so yeah you're just along for the ride <laughs> thanks the <laughs> so how did you get around coping with um leaving home then what was the turning point for you I think the turning point for me was when I then went back home after you know six months of uni People were asking me how it was going and my best friend who was also at uni at the same time, we were comparing stories and then I just, when I came back, I was a lot more comfortable with who I was as a person and I knew how uni ran and I, I knew what sort of things my lecturers were asking me to do and I feel like when you're at school, you have this huge picture painted in your mind that you can't approach your lecturers because, you know, they're only there to teach you and then to leave, but that's really not true you form a relationship with them and, and we're fortunate enough at CQU there's the lecturers that we start off with in first year we also have second year third year and fourth years so the turning point for me was when I just actually took a breath and realized that it wasn't as bad as, it wasn't as, bad as what I thought it was I was comfortable with where I was living I under I understood where uni was going but even still now I mean I've been out of home three years and I still get emotional driving out of my driveway because I, I leave my childhood bedroom behind I leave my family and friends behind I leave my little dog behind um, I leave our playground in our yard and I leave all my childhood memories there and 
yeah, it's just a really emotional time for me, but that's because I'm an emotional person. Yeah, where for me, I just snap her into fifth and zoom, see you just <laughs> you're red light on <laughs> Which is, yeah, we're quite polar opposite in that No, but sense. I do, no, I do, like, the first time that I drove out by myself, um, Mayday, I had a cry, I had a bit of a cry. We're yeah. both pretty emotional, we're not... We act like we're real tough. Well, I act like I I'm don't real, act like I'm I act tough. like I'm real tough. First admit, first to admit that I cry. I'm, I'm a crab. Got, I'm, I'm a crab. I've got like a hard exoskeleton, and then I've got like a real like soft on the inside. Oh God, get out the biology puns. <laughs> oh well, inverted. No shout biology out, metaphors. Shout out zoology. <laughs> How did your parents cope with you both leaving? Oh sugar! I wasn't at home, so oh. this is on you. So I was like at home, and when they dropped Bronte off, they dropped her off, and they said, "Come up." I'm like, "No, nah, I actually want to sit down, and I want to study for, um, I want to start an assignment." And I started the assignment, I think, six weeks early, and I ended up that was like being one of my best terms at school. Um, and they came home, they drove in, and I was like, "Oh, hey, mum!" And then I just, I know, I didn't even say, "Hey, mum." I could, when the door shut. I could hear the door shut out near the garage and dad's like, you'll be all right, hun. And I just hear this like really. And then, and then I was like, I was like, oh, what, what is that? Like, what is, is that like an owl? And then as they both walked up to the house, like. And then they, mum and dad walked in. I was like, you're right. And she was like like, full on like hugging me and crying, like just in hysterics. And I was like, <laughs> and I remember mum taking the washing off the line. I was like, oh, I better go and help mum. I was like, mum, dear one, help. She's like, no, help, help, She's crying as she's taking down the washing. I and I've gone, it was no. a very emotional Yeah, it was a very emotional <laughs> time. Everyone. Oh, I, I was I don't fine. think it was for you. I was fine. I was just crazy. I was just now at home by myself so I could do whatever I want, play whatever music I want without getting judged. So, um, so, so yeah. No, so, I, by the time you got to leave home, they yeah. were okay? Oh, no, no. mum was gutted. I remember mum walking out and mum was doing the exact same thing. Not as bad. And I just remember, we're on res and mum and dad end up staying in Ukraine for a week. See, with Bronte, they just put, her in, put, her in sa- put her in Saturday, stayed with her Saturday night, left Sunday morning. Yeah. It was a, literally it was probably a... like a 36-hour ordeal. And see, so yeah, for me, it was a whole week. So I was pretty fine. But um, I think... In hindsight of things, I the week thing, I want to just hang out with all these people and all this new experience. I was like, see you, mum and dad, love ya. But and then yeah, but um, other than that, sometimes I did get a bit homesick when I was going through a bit of um, just a bit of turmoil at times. But I think that's going to happen with everyone. But other than that, I just didn't really think about home because oh, you think about the memories, but if you think about home, you get um, you get sad and so yeah, get a bit homesick. And I used to get. I used to get, oh, I don't hate admitting this, but I used to get homesick as a kid when we go like way on school camps. I used to think about mum was like, mum, I miss mum. <laughs> so like, I just remember getting into res and sleeping there the first night and going, oh my gosh, this is the next part of my new life. Am I going to be, am I going to take the step forward or am I going to take a step back and hang on to mum's hand? very much like. All I can think of is that Queen song, I want to break free. Yeah. <laughs> and I did a bust through that barrier. I was off dog. I was off dog. So you both stay, had a stint on res, mm-hmm. but now you live together. How's that working out for you? Uh, it goes, uh, it depends on the day. Well, our neighbours might think the opposite. <laughs> no, we go, well, I think it's just 
because we do the same degree, we are, we talk, you know, we see the same people, mm, we talk about the same thing, talk about so. the same thing. We're very sort of together all the time. So that kind of. And that sort of builds up, builds up, builds up, and then it mm-hmm. bubbles over, and then we're. Oh, fine, for about maybe like fine. 10 minutes, and then no, it happens and, again. Oh my gosh, maybe... you make us sound like we fight no, all the time. We don't. It's called sarcasm, bro. They can't see it on your face, Oh, Art. okay. Here we go. Here's a fight now. Look, no. So, uh, because you're both studying the same course, is it helpful for each other? Oh, hell yeah. So, yeah. It was so good with, yeah, having Bronte. Because, you know, Bronte, every time I go into a class, like, the lecturer puts up an example. I'm like, oh, that's Bronte's. My eyes are just rolling Bronte into the wheels back of at my the bottom. Head. And I'm going, oh, okay. Well, I've got to kind of live up to the expectation or Bronte can help me. So I think, um, no, I just ask for a bit of advice every now and then um, what to do. And she just goes, look, this is what I think you should do personally, but you don't have to take my ideas. So I think it is good in a sense that um, we do do the same subject. And also good because it's... good for you. Yeah, it's beneficial for me. It's it's, yeah. paras- it's a parasitic You very much reap the benefits. Yeah, it's, I paras- don't. it's not symbiotic, it's parasitic relationship. Yeah. So you'll be finishing your course first. Mm-hmm. Are you going to be okay on your own? Oh, oh. Mm. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll be fine. I'll be fourth year by then, so I should have everything uh, around. Yeah. Trying to get placements at my school. No, no, no way. <laughs> Stuff that. No, no. <laughs> so, what's the plan from here? Or what um, are you wanting to work in the regions, or you want to go back? Go to the big smoke like you really wanted to at one stage. I don't know. For me, I'm I'm very neither here nor there at the moment. I couldn't bother me where I got placed or what um, sector of schooling I got placed in, whether it's independent, religious based or state. Um, I'm just at that point where I'm like, okay, take me on my next adventure. But I think. I sort of want to stay around the Rockhampton region just for a little bit. This is where I've done my placements so far, get um, become established as a professional um, and then move on to bigger, better things. But look, if I got placed in out in Winton, it wouldn't, wouldn't bother me. Um, I think I'll pretty much do the same. I'm, all, uh, I'm pretty cruisy at the moment. So I think my first couple of placements, like, being around the rocky region i've really enjoyed that um but i wouldn't after i finish uni maybe a couple years here in the rocky region and then chuff off anyway if it's to the gold coast or out near windora or up near burketown down near kalamala anywhere i'm I'm pretty much happy but i'd like to go out one of one of my goals in my career is to go out and serve indigenous people for now maybe three or four years so out that way, so Mount Isa, Konkari, out that way, yeah. I know one of the things that they encourage you to do is, um, as intern teachers is to have a teaching philosophy. Mm. What would be your philosophy? I think for me... I can't even spell philosophy. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, next question. Um, for me, my teaching philosophy is really just to give kids an opportunity to learn in a way that is so exciting and engaging to them. I want to 
be able to give everyone an equal opportunity and like foster creativity and quote unquote Melbourne decoration. (laughs) Yeah. Foster creativity and bring in just this sense of fun, but also have a sense of well-being and understanding who you are as a person. Um, So my philosophy is very much help, not help, that's the wrong word, very giving orientated. I'm very much, yeah, giving and making sure everyone has an opportunity to be the best version of themselves. Um, Probably about the same. I'd say. I scab off my philosophy, oh, not like a problem. I've done my whole entire life. But anyway. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, that's, yeah, that's Do you actually not know how to spell philosophy? I don't know how to spell a lot of things. <laughs> philosophy is one of them. Does it start with an F or a PH? Well, if you spell it phonetically, it starts with an F. No, I'm just <laughs> 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 Okay. Um, Foods. Students that are looking to study education or go to university, have you got any advice for them if they're sort of weighing up whether they should go or they shouldn't? I think... Um, Do you want to go? No, you can go. I'll add on to you. Oh, yeah, fantastic. Um, I was always told you become a teacher for two reasons. You either hated school or you loved school. Yeah. And you go to become a teacher because you hate school because you want to give someone else a better schooling experience or you love school so much that you become a teacher so you can just make the kids love it with you. Um, So for anyone who is looking to become a teacher or to become or to go to university, just give it a go. That's all you can do if you decide you don't like it. And that's okay. There's no shame in dropping out or changing degrees that, Plenty of people in the world have done it. I mean, like, look at Bill Gates. He's a dropout of Harvard University. Um, and so, like, there's no richest man in the world, well, one of the richest men in the world. So there's no shame in giving things a go. And if it doesn't work out or if you decide your calling is different in mm. life, that's no problem. Yeah, yeah um, I just... I think it's like, just give it a fair go, just give it a crack. Um I, I just take know the step. that, yeah, take the step. But if you're at school, year 12, and you don't know what to do, or your first year student, you're still tossing at me things, I reckon have a good hard look at yourself and go, am I caring? Do I want to make a change in the world? Um, and Do I know how to spell philosophy? No, but um, yeah. Um, but yeah, so if you're caring, want to make a change in the world, and you love being around kids, I reckon those are the three criteria you go right. Oh, no, the fourth criteria is not how to spell. <laughs> And yeah, yeah, be illiterate and numerate. So yeah, that's probably fourth criteria. But other than that, I think that's that's probably the best ones to, for for advice for first year students. Our parents always told us that university and education opens doors. Mm. And once you have opened doors, you can open more doors and more doors after that. And you become aware of this whole world around you that is really sort of to some extent dictated by having an education and through going to university or having a trade or um, doing work, doing an education through TAFE or other um, training programs, it really does open Mm. the door to bigger, better things. But if it doesn't work, then it doesn't work. And you just try something else and you go again. So that's pretty much it. Excellent. 
Well, thanks very much for talking to us on the grapevine, Elliot, Bronte. Thank you uh, for having thank us. You. Thanks for having us on the Hamish and Andy podcast. Oh, Let's <laughs> <laughs> plug Hamish and Andy a little bit more. Yeah, but no, thank you. Like this podcast? Don't forget to rate, review and share with your friends.